Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I am basically J.J. Watt's agent today. You don't get to J.J. Watt, you got to get through me first. And if you didn't have to get through me, my guess is you'd have to get through our next guest, who I know is also very fond of J.J. Watt. And that's John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, the Hall of Famer. He joins me on the phone right now. Uh, John, did you ever think that we would be talking on a national radio show together and I'm sitting here looking at a phone board that's a bunch of cities talking about what they would do to get J.J. Watt on their football team, and this is actually going to happen for one, of these, for one of these cities? How crazy are these times, man? Well, I sure did because we've been saying he's going to be gone since the season ended. It was whether it be a trade or a release, so I wasn't surprised at all. And then he, nobody should have been, but some people seem to be. And I thought the McNair family did right by him. They could have traded him for maybe a mid-round pick, a fourth-round pick to some place he wouldn't want to go. And that new team would have had to have given him a new contract because they wouldn't pay $17.5 million, I don't think, this year. So you'd have had to re- do a new deal. So he went over to Janice McNair's house two weeks ago. He met with the McNair family. He told them exactly what he wanted. He wanted to play with the contender. He didn't want to be part of a rebuild, and he asked them to release him, and they said okay. And now he has got to be the happiest guy maybe in the country because yeah. he can go to a team that he believes is competing for a Super Bowl, and money's not going to be the top issue, and he wants to have fun again. You know, football is not fun for what. We saw that almost every week near the end of the season when we would talk to him during the week after games. You could tell he was miserable. Everybody was, but uh, not everybody's been a three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year and a winner of a Walter Payton Man of the Year award. So they they did him a solid, and I'm really happy for him. And I can't wait to see where he goes. There's a lot of options, and right now he doesn't have any idea where he's going to be. Yeah, it's it should be fun. I think, John, I was just making the point in the previous segment. He's probably never been through this process to this degree before. Going all the way back to when he was in high school, he's never been a guy who's got a chance to be sort of the bell of the ball. He was a lightly recruited two-star that went to Central Michigan and he walked on at Wisconsin, and he's never been a free agent in the NFL. This is something that, like, kind of like deep down, JJ Watts probably kind of excited to get flown into these cities and get get wined and dined because I would imagine he's not going to be a twenty five million dollar a year player again. But I would imagine there's going to be teams that are crawling over each other to try to get him on their squad. I don't think money will rule his decision. I also don't think one of these bad teams with a lot of cap money is going to be able to get him. He's made well over a hundred million dollars. In Houston, he makes a fortune in endorsements, could make more if he wanted to. Right off the bat, we all say Pittsburgh because he has a great relationship with his brothers, but they don't need defense. They don't need a defensive end. They don't play a system that fits him. He's played in a 3-4 and a 4-3. He's played outside. He's played inside at this point of his career. 
he likes to play outside better because he doesn't get beaten up as much when he's inside, but he can do both. Start outside and slide in. I would guess if you had a 4-3 and he got to line up in space, that that would be a situation he'd like. But I think scheme is not as important as how good the team is, stability of ownership. He doesn't want to go somewhere and a coaching staff get fired in a year, which people in Chicago were bringing that up just because his wife, Kelly, plays for the Chicago Red Stars of the Women's Soccer League. And uh, everybody says Green Bay, where he'd go back home uh, from being from the suburb of Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and he has a home in Milwaukee, and he loves the Packers, and they're close to the Super Bowlers in the last three two championship games. And, and if he wants to be a Super Bowl contender, go play with Tom Brady. Shaq Barrett wants to break the bank. He said so. He leaves after being franchised last year. That would open up a spot, and uh, he could go there and get a yacht and sail around <laughs> Tampa Bay with Tom Brady and Giselle and, and enjoy the great life over there. But one that shouldn't be ruled out is his close relationship with Mike Vrabel and Shane Bowen who was here with Braybo and went with him to Nashville, they need defense. They won the division with 11-5 and five record, had only 19 sacks. The defense was mediocre a lot of the time, and Watt could come in there and help them immediately and said, plus, he get to play two times a year against his former team. Yeah, John, you know, let me bring another one up where he'd get to play two times a year against his brothers because I, I feel like J.J. might get, get as much of a, a rise out of that as he would playing with his brothers. And it's a relationship that he's very close to as well, and that's Anthony Weaver in Baltimore who's the new D-line coach there. I don't know, John, like when we sit here and talk, you mentioned the Titans, and boy, that would be a kick in the junk for Texan fans, wouldn't it, if the Titans wound up with him? But I, I, if I were J.J. John, I don't know if I want to go to a team where they're picking me up because I am a need player. You know what I mean? Like I think I'd rather go somewhere that already has a pretty good defense, and I don't have to deal with some of the stuff I've had to deal with with the Texans the last couple of years drawing all that attention. What do you think? Well, I think he loves Anthony Weaver. He's told that to us on many occasions. The Ravens have a really difficult decision on Matthew Judon, one of their best pass rushers. And, and, uh, and yeah, that could be a possibility. But I just, the relationship he had with Vrabel, he knows that offense in and out from going against it twice a year and studying mm-hmm. tape. Dean P Dean P's left there to go to Atlanta. Shane Bowen took over the play calling. And uh, and he knows Bowen very well. So that seems to me to be a match made in heaven. But if he's got, say, teams like Pittsburgh, Green Bay, Baltimore, and Tennessee making him offers, and it comes down to it, you know, what is going to be the decisive factor? Weather, head coach, defensive coordinator, money. Uh, um, so he's going to have a lot of options. I don't see him jetting around the country and meeting with teams, I could see him and Tom Conn and his agent narrowing it down, having a lot of Zoom calls. And you know how yeah. impressive Watt is. When he's talking to people, they're going to yeah. be blown away by his personality. One thing you do not have to worry about with him, character and work ethic, because both are legendary. And I think he'll end up with a good space. He, he played every game this year and hadn't had any problems with anything other than the pectoral muscle going back to 2017. So a lot of those, that two years, uh, he missed a lot of two years with injuries. Then the second half of 2019 with a pectoral 
torn pectoral in which he came back from in the playoffs. So he hadn't had a lot of wear and tear on his wheels over the last four years. And I think I could see J.J. playing up till he's 35 years old if that's what he wants to do. Yeah, if he stays healthy. John McClain joining me on the program. Uh, John, I've gotten asked this a lot over the last couple of days, so I'll pose the question to you. You mentioned that the McNairs basically did J.J. a solid by letting him walk. He sat down with them, and they came to that agreement. Um, how tempted do you think the franchise was? Maybe not Janice McNair, but how deep were the discussions, or were there any discussions about the trade scenario versus releasing Watt scenario? Was it a discussion point at all, do you think, behind the scenes? Oh, yeah, they talked about it because they knew that they had a – depending on what the cap is, it's supposed to be more than 180, but let's say it's 180, then he would have counted 12.1 against – the. I mean 17.5 against the cap with a team uh, in the red by uh, 12.1, so he wipes out their cap problem and gives general manager Nick Casario money to spend. But I think in this case, Cal McNair made that decision because Janice McNair – the controlling owner lets him make those decisions. And a decision like that, usually he leaves it up to the head coach and the general manager. That'd be Nick Casario and David Culley. But in this case, I think the whole family agreed. That's what JJ wants. We're going to do it. John McClain joining me on the program. All right, John. So we shift our attention from JJ Watt to Deshaun Watson. It feels like we're at the stage now, John, where just once a week we get the update that both sides seem to be dug into their side of this whole thing. Um, Let's start with the Texans' side on all this. Um, The Texans have stated publicly and privately they have no intention of trading Deshaun Watson. Are they dug in beyond the draft, do you think? What's your sense on how dug in the Texans are on this? So they say they're not trading him. If you say you're not trading him, that means you're not trading him. And I wrote a thing today about, well, what if right before the draft – a team gives them a godfather-like offer, and could they refuse it? But if they don't trade it by the draft, and this, I think, will go into next season, and they are going they only have one quarterback under contract besides Watson. That's 41-year-old Josh McCown. So they're going to have to get a quarterback, whether it's A.J. McCarron or one of the minty veterans out there who are former starters who will take backup money, knowing that whoever you sign – there's a good chance he's going to be your starting quarterback in regular season. And one thing I believe, and we've talked about this on our show at Sports Radio 610 in Houston, mm-hmm. at some point, Nick Casario and David Culley and offensive coordinator Tim Kelly and quarterback coach Pep Hamilton need to meet with agent David Mulligetta and Watson, sit across the table, hear from Watson directly why he wants out, and then have them explain their vision for turning this team around. And I believe, Sean, it's just my opinion, if they walked away from that meeting convinced Watson was willing to go into the regular season and play the minimal number of games to be able to get credit for that season, then uh, so next year his $35 million base salary takes effect, then I would seriously consider trading him because if they don't and they trade him next year, they're not going to get anywhere near what they would get for him April 29th, the first day of the draft. But, you know, they've not given any indication. They've not called anybody. They've not fielded calls other than to say thanks, no thanks. And uh, But as time goes on, it's it, to me, why would you want a guy who has explained to you exactly why he's so miserable and he's listened to your plan and he still wants out 
then to me, uh, I wouldn't want a guy playing. That's like if the Rockets had kept James Harden all yeah. season. So I don't see Watson pulling a Harden, showing up late, not playing hard, blasting his teammates. I don't see that. And uh, but until they meet, we're not gonna. There's not gonna be another step in this process. When do you think they meet, John? Just what's your gut tell you? Maybe never. You know, so yeah. far he's not responded to them. Usually when a player's holding out or he's a free agent and his team's trying to get him back with an offer, the agent will tell him, do not have contact with anybody. Because usually that kind of doesn't strengthen your resolve. And But at some point, the way to solve any problem or try to solve it is one-on-one communication. That's why I think yeah. They have to meet no matter where that meeting is. So both sides can speak directly to each other. And if that happens, then you make the next move. Then you take another step toward a possible resolution, whether it's a trade or a sit for the season. Well, there are a lot of teams thirsty for Deshaun Watson as their quarterback, no doubt about that. John McClain, you can get him on Twitter at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. Uh, absolutely give him a follow during these times here uh, that are going on in Houston, Texas. John, I always appreciate you making time on a Sunday for me. I look forward to talking with you on Wednesday. Stay warm out there, John. Sean, thank you very much. You too, and stay safe. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.